Please support The Bar by like, subscribe, and sharing my casts. Follow my social media at Facebook, Instagram, Gab, Parlor, BitChute, YouTube, DLive, Twitch, CloutHub, and Rumble. Or join my subscribe star. Make a donation by clicking on the links on the description box. I am a listener-supported show, so any of the above is greatly appreciated. Help me grow and spread the truth since the mainstream media obviously does not want to support truth. All links are listed on the description box. God bless you and enjoy. Welcome to the Speak Uneasy, a safe space where cancel culture does not exist because we are in a different prohibition era. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Speak Uneasy with your bartender. Tonight, I have a very special guest host with me. Um, He chose the random read for me tonight, and it comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 18, verse 44 through 50. The chief musician, a psalm to David, a psalm of David, rather. As soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. The strangers shall submit themselves unto me. The strangers shall fade away and be afraid out of their closed places. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God that avengeth me, and subdueth the people under me. He delivereth me from mine enemies. Yea, thou lifteth me as above those the upright, those that rise up against me. Excuse me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. Great deliverance giveth, to, giveth he to his king, and sheweth mercy to his anointed, to David, and to his seed for everyone, forevermore. Again, that was from the book of Psalms, chapter 18, verse 44 through 50. The chief musician, a psalm of David. Now, the way I read this, the way I interpret that God is telling me something, either in my personal life or what's going on with current events, I apply this to what's going on in current events. Um, But before I do that, let me introduce my co-host today, and his name is Scott. You want to say hi, Scott? Hello, everyone. So... Let me give my thoughts on what this message may mean, and then I'll have you, Scott, give what you think the Lord is saying. So, um, this is, I mean, to me, the way I see this is, so we as Christians, right, um, and Trump supporters, uh, I see that we're being persecuted by um, the mainstream media and by politicians out there only because we 
we believe in God, we believe in Christ, and we also support the president. And I see that that um, the way I see the message is that God's telling us to keep our faith in him and he will take care of the rest. Um, what, what can you gather from that? I think what God's trying to tell us is um, regardless of what other people are telling you to believe or not believe, that you should uh, stick to your faith and uh, continue following him because at the end of the end of the day he's he's the one reason why we're here and um when that time comes you know he's going to take care of us and bring us to heaven and pretty much we just need to filter out all the hate and all the people that uh are against the idea and uh of, of jesus christ i agree with you um it seems to me that just even having a difference of opinion nowadays, you get persecuted. Um, you know, um, a good example of that is, um, and I know some people may be offended by the subject, but, you know, I don't care. This is to speak uneasy. Um, homosexuality is a good example of that. I don't hate homosexuals, but at the same time, I do not agree with the lifestyle. Because it does not, it, it doesn't conform to what I believe in, as far as following Christ goes, um, and scientifically, it doesn't make sense to me at, at, at the same time. So I may disagree with just because I disagree with that lifestyle. It doesn't necessarily mean that I don't like somebody who who practices that lifestyle. Uh, what's your take on that? When you go and make a decision, regardless if it's um, day-to-day, um, your home life, or politics, when you go to vote, um, if you're really being a full-fledged Christian and following God, I believe, I personally believe that you should be making those decisions on what Jesus Christ would have made. You know, from abortion to same-sex marriages to right. anything else. Um, I understand those those things don't, other than abortion, those things don't directly uh, affect us. But it it is, you know, against the Christian lifestyle. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with you uh, about what you said. Um yeah, it just seems that it doesn't matter what your opinion is of whatever is out there. But it, it seems to me that just because you disagree with certain things, you just get persecuted. And it doesn't even matter what it is. Um, soon it's going to get so absurd that if you have certain people that like the color uh, red, um, you get persecuted because the, the loud minority like the color purple. It just seems that it's going that direction. Oh yeah, um, it's definitely my way or high or the highway. Right, and there's it's weird because there is no open dialogue for discussion anymore. Um, as soon as people have that disagreement with you, you're named a racist or you're some kind of phobe, and I don't understand how it came to be this way. What's your thoughts? 
it's just a uh, it's just a way to push a specific agenda, you know, for people. I don't want to say the government, but who whoever's behind this is trying to um, push additional uh, division amongst. Oh right, definitely. It's it's amongst us. It's clear. It's clear as the morning day that there's there is an agenda, especially when it comes to divisiveness. There's definitely something going on there. It's very obvious because it couldn't get more obvious than last year, in 2020 where everybody were rioting and all this stuff. So that's my, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Which I, I definitely think 2020 was necessary as in regards to waking people up and people seeing what reality is and what these politicians are really about. I agree. I so agree. Well, that was the random read. So thank you for your input. So that's our take on the random read for the day. Now to everybody's favorite, probably the favorite part of the show is the cocktail. So tonight we're going to make an easy cocktail. Um, It's called the Mammy Taylor. And this is a very, very easy drink to make. And it's a very good drink. So what I have here, I have, we're going to have whiskey with it and some ginger beer and also um, half or a quarter of a lime. So that's what we have. So I'm going to start off with free pouring some Japanese whiskey that I have here, which is by Kisoyama Yuhi. Um, I've never had this particular bottle before, but here we go. Do you drink any whiskey, Scott? Very seldomly. I, when I do, I uh, way overdo it. Well, we're going to make sure we don't way overdo it tonight. And hopefully you enjoy this cocktail. Because I'm making this for you and I. Okay. So I got about an ounce and a half, maybe a, a, between an ounce, ounce and a half of uh, whiskey in there. Now we're going to put some... Uh, you mind opening that for me? I think it's from the bottom. You can, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't matter. So we got some Fetnaman's ginger beer. You can go ahead and you can pour that in there. That will be your glass. This will be my glass. You can you can go ahead and top that off as much as you can. And if you still have some, you can save that for later. Now let me have your glass. I'm gonna squeeze the lime. And throw the lime inside. Thank you. Now for the drink. What do you think? That's good. Definitely not uh, that bite that t- I typically get from uh, hard liquors. It's a ginger beer, dude. 
And you know, they, they usually, they typically call this a whiskey mule because the Moscow mules made the same way. The only difference is in a copper mug and they use vodka. The only difference that we have here is we're using a glass. We're using a, our Collins glass and we're, we have whiskey in there. So that's the only difference, but a little history on the drink. So opera star Mammy Taylor slided up to a bar in 1899 and asked for something refreshing. And her eponymous cocktail was born. It was all the range at the turn of the last century, but would have been forgotten just as quickly were it not for, were it not for cocktail historians like Harry Craddock and his tome, The Savoy Cocktail Book. And I got this article from uh, cocktailparty.com. So here's to Mammy Taylor. Cheers. And on to our show. So um, like I mentioned earlier, today I have a special guest host with me. His name is Scott. And the reason why I invited him over is because I wanted uh, I wanted people to know that if they're in the process of beginning to think differently, they're not going to be alone as far as waking up as to what's going on with everything that's going on in the world right now or even in this country. So um, without further ado, Scott, um, tell me where your belief system was prior to you being wake, woken up to a lot of things that's been happening. Well, initially I just kind of was going day to day, not really caring or looking too much into things and just kind of, you know, that doesn't really affect me. Um, and nothing I could do really could change it regardless, even if I did care. Um, certain things like nine 11, um, the Kennedy assassination, all these uh, conspiracy th theories I, interested me big time. And uh, I don't think it was until Donald Trump came in and started talking about the deep state and how we haven't had control over anything. And that that was his motive was to rid the U.S. or the world or whatever of the deep state. And I think that's kind of where I realized that what I, the, the doubt that I had previously about other, if you make conspiracies, I, I, you know, I wasn't alone and I can really look at someone that was successful, smart, um, you know, pretty educated, um, that I can look at that person going, you know what? You know, we're on the same page as this and uh, what I was feeling before, you know, gut feeling wasn't a lie. Okay. Well, would you like prior to you waking up, right? Would you, would you encounter people who would th tell you things that made you think that, man, this guy's crazy or this guy is labeled as a conspiracy theorist or what you're saying is just I don't believe it. Would you encounter people like that from time to time before waking up to what's going on right now? As in regards to me thinking that somebody was crazy because they were thinking a different way or is right. it well, opposite? 
Well, not necessarily opposite, but like what you said, you you didn't really care about what was going on, right? So I'm pretty sure you'd you'd be surrounded by people, whether it be at work or friends or whatever, and you would have this one person who would just tell you things that 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 necessarily you didn't really agree with, or you thought that it would. That's like an outrageous thought. Like, for example, 9-11, did somebody ever come to you and say, yeah, it's an inside job or anything to that effect where you were thinking like, man, that's that's I don't believe that. Um, yeah, I had two coworkers that um, were brothers and they were very strong um, flat earthers. Um, but, you know, never really dove very deep into it because they weren't they weren't very good at uh explaining their theories so. so would you say you kind of brushed them off yeah yeah did they plant a seed in your head or it's just one of those things that you thought that they were just crazy no i i yeah i watch you know uh i guess youtube videos and other things you know that were at the time you know, uh, the only means of information I knew. So what, when would the, when do you, when did this occur? Like what year, what was the, around what year? Uh, probably 2016. Okay. So fairly recently. Yeah. Okay. Because the, and the reason why I'm asking this is because with my experience as to finding out what was going on in the world was back in 2006. And, um, my old coworker told me to watch this movie called, um, uh, was it Zeitgeist? No, it wasn't Zeitgeist. It was, um, it was, uh, loose change, loose change. And I, at first I was thinking, what, what is this loose change movie? You know, I don't, I don't know anything about it. And my coworker is just saying, dude, you got to watch this movie. It's about nine 11. Just watch it. So I said, okay. I, I, I put it up on YouTube, I watched the movie, and my mind was blown. Now, typically people wouldn't accept pe- typically people wouldn't accept what they're watching if if it's showing you a different angle of what what you've been taught, right? But with me, I started digging deeper into other things. Um as far as like um um uh Bohemian Grove. Um what politicians were into, um, the the World Bank, um, the Rothschilds. I didn't know anything about this until it was that movie that made me go down the rabbit hole, so to say. So I'm asking you all that is because was there a process where you just started going, following pieces uh as you went or did you kind of put that off to the side for a bit and then more things, excuse me, more things started coming through to you that you said to yourself, okay, I really need to see what's going on here. I think it was just more, uh, little things here and there. Um, a lot of it, I didn't really, I want to say want to believe, but I didn't want to dig too deep and then, uh, you know, turn into this uh, crazy conspiracy theorist. Uh-huh. Um, 
my uh, uncle uh, showed me uh, the documentary Into the Shadows. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And um, that was another thing that kind of like woke me up, you know, and, uh, you know, not necessarily, I, w- I don't want to say, but I believed 100% of it, but, yeah, you know, you have to be a free thinker and think differently. Right. Um, and, man, I, I think there's like six episodes, like hour-long episodes. I watched all of them in like a week. Wow. So, I mean, I, I got a family, so I was, you know, I was busy throughout the the day. And whenever, uh, you know, it was nighttime and I was free, I was I was on that thing. That's the one with Tori, right? Tori and uh, Millie Weaver. Is that? No, that's Spygate that I'm thinking. Yeah. Into the Shadows was the one about um, the, the, the child trafficking. Yeah, there's and, a bunch of different, like, segments. And about uh, Hollywood, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that... That movie was phenomenal, and I just saw that movie. I want to say, when did it come out? Like 2018 or 19 or yeah. something like that. Yeah, but my road was kind of it was weird because it was it's not your typical road. I just I I dove into it all the way. I, I went head first and I went all the way with it. But I know there are some people who kind of have this process where they they can't believe it. They put it aside and then little things start building up to make your curiosity. It sparks your curiosity and you start going down that road. So it seems to me you it, that's how you kind of woke up by these little things. Just yeah, it was you. just kind of drips of information, you know. So, so where was that moment where, it, it? okay, you said to yourself, okay, um, this is it. This this is this is how this is this is how it really is, I guess. Um, I think it was when I was introduced to Q. Okay. Um, okay. it wasn't that somebody showed me Q. Um, I just happened to find it. Um, I don't know if it was through a post or what. And was then it I, a YouTube video of jo- Joe M? I think. I don't remember. And then I just started looking, you know, into it, and you know, everyone says it's a conspiracy, but you know, some crazy conspiracy people. But at the end of the day, it was just links to news articles, right? News articles that were, you know, um, swept under the rug yeah. and stuff that, you know, I would see that was like a NSA director steps down or CEOs um, of or, big companies. Yeah. And, or, um, the marshals, uh, finding, you know, 60 kids in a, a mm-hmm. basement or, um, the the maker of uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, a home invasion robbery happens to his house in his uh, in Canada, and him and his wife were killed during a home invasion. <laughs> you yeah, know, how that's, convenient! That's crazy, yeah. How know? convenient, right? Kind of like um, it's just not no big deal, you know. Kind of like that. how people got suicided too with um, with um, the Clintons. There's a lot of people yeah. that get suicided around them, you know? Which I, I have a, a crazy theory, nowhere I learned this, but uh, I think the reason why the Clintons have been getting away with everything is because they've been being pardoned by each uh, presidential, you know, uh, whoever, Bush or Obama. I, I don't think... I think they've been just getting away with it because they've been getting pardoned. But, I mean, that's just a theory. I don't have any proof but i mean it's slam dunk on on these cases of 
you know, uh, Benghazi and all these emails. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> well, it, it, it's funny you mentioned the Bushes and Obama because honestly, and this is just my opinion. Um, only be I, I and I base this opinion about from things that I've I've uh, seen as far as like news articles or stuff that's declassified. They're pretty much involved with the same thing too. So, you know that that leads me to believe that they're part of this whole problem. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a, a huge issue as we've been seeing it like with you know, Trump trying to pass certain laws or, um, the, the COVID relief and they just don't, they don't care. You know, they, it's all politics. They'd rather just make the American people suffer than try to pass these. Is it really politics though? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in in a, in a sense, I, I guess in, in, in the surface it's politics. But I honestly think that there's a deeper agenda into that and it has nothing to do. It it has everything to do with them and nothing to do with us, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like the um, Great Reset and such. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, the Great Reset. That's uh, I've done a couple of episodes on that and um, there's nothing great about that reset. There really isn't nothing. There's nothing good about that reset. There's, dude. It, if you if you go to the website of uh, the World Economic Forum, it, it states uh, during the great, great Great Reset that you should uh, come accustomed to eating weeds and bugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and there is really nothing about good about it. And this guy who's spearheading it, Klaus Schwab. He, he, his history is pretty bad too. Like where, where, how he became, how his thought train came to be like his background, his educational background and who he's connected with. It's, 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 it's a globalist um, movement. It really is. And, and they're bringing, they're trying to bring communism around the whole world. He looks and sounds like a supervillain. He does, doesn't he? Hi, hello. My name is Klaus. <laughs> Come on, but uh, a huge thing that kind of got me thinking um, was what made me believe one person from another, or what made me believe uh, certain information from other information uh, conspiracies. Right. And at the end of the day, it's who told you whether it be a reputable uh, media site, CNN, or, I mean, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, everyone knows who that is, and, and it happens to be on TV. Right. Um, or a website or something that's written down, you know. Um, unfortunately, everything's just speculation. It, Until we really see... right. The, the true you know, actions of these people. And I think a lot of them have already exposed their true colors as we go. And honestly, the the incident that happened last week um, on Patriots Day on the 6th, I think a lot of politicians kind of showed their true colors as well. Even those who stated that they were Trump supporters, they 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 weren't loyal to what they were supposed to be doing. For the people, 
to say the least. And then uh, they were, uh, it was a Pelosi and all the other senators were evac out and then her laptop goes missing. I'm curious who, who took that laptop and where it's, because I've seen the podium for sale. You've seen what? The podium, the podium that they, the, Speaker of the House's wow, podium. I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> it was like 15,000. And, and it's, and it's, um, I don't know if you saw these videos, but when I was watching, um, and this was after the fact, after the day, I mean, cause I was watching it live as it was happening where people were going inside, but there were videos out uh, after the, after that day that I watched where the police were letting these people inside of the Capitol and you know, obviously these, these people, I mean, you're going to have the pedophile sign tattooed on your chest and you're a Trump supporter. I don't nah, That doesn't sit well. I mean, I don't believe that. Nah, dude, there's, if they wanted to keep those people, whatever protesters out of a building, they could have easily done that. Right. I and mean, I, they, I agree with that. Every, uh, like for example, the, uh, inauguration on the 20th, every day I'm seeing, new news articles of more and more national guard. It started at 10 grand, 10,000 and now mm-hmm. it's 15. Then it was 15 then it was 20. And then just today I saw 25,000, 25,000 armed right, national yeah. guard. Right now. I have a question. Is that for keeping people out or keeping them in? Because only time will tell. I mean, let's be, <laughs> it, it could be for either way. Right. But like I, you know, we only time can tell what we're going to see. It's it's gonna be interesting from from it started from the sixth to be honest, all the way to the twentieth, and there there has been things go, that's been going on that's been pretty weird. If you want to know the definition of a police state and martial law, that is DC even before this. I mean, there's so many cops, feds, like when if you uh, I'm not part of the you know the feds or anything, but. If you want to be a DEA agent and you wanted to promote to a supervisor, you have to stay at the D, uh, at DC for five years, right? So DC is a cesspool of filth. You you know, and I, I know people that want nothing to do with that. They just rather stay in their uh, assignment. But just think about how many you know feds and other agencies. I mean, it's surrounded, surrounded like the entire area is just full of cops and and they knew you know trump invited a bunch of people for a a rally and then they they knew that there was going to be millions of people there but here's the surprising thing though when i was watching the video live although there were so many people there i am i'm i'm actually surprised that everybody held the well the majority of them held the line there was only a few people that went in and stormed inside the Capitol. I'd say like probably 20 to 30 people got into the Capitol and maybe four were at the chambers. Why? It, like, was, it was a very small amount was a, of people. Yeah. And there was obviously perfect photos. It was and like not not to mention shoot. also that there were people like patriots outside trying to stop people from going in. But apparently the cops let these small group of people inside they like they let them in yeah i i i definitely think it was a uh i won't say a trap but it was a trap it's, it seems like a trap to me because uh, i mean all these um left wing you know uh 
Americans are, it's like, you know, give them the full, you know, full ride, you know, uh, lock them up. But I think, you know, almost every day I'm seeing new news articles about, uh, you know, Black Lives BLM or Antifa, you know, uh, associates that are right found right. that, you know, they've, they've high speed, uh, facial recognition, recognition cameras. Well, the, 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 the couple of guys that just got recently arrested were they had, they've, they've been to these rallies where there there's Bravo Lima mics and also Antifa. They've been involved with those groups. Um, I don't know if you ever, if you saw those articles or you heard that news, but according oh, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've there's been photos. Yeah. I mean, the, regardless if they um, believe in those groups or not, they're hundred percent paid protesters. Oh, right. Yeah. I agree with you. And I don't, it, I don't know if they um, have these beliefs left or right. It doesn't matter at this point if they're being paid by any politician or somebody that's benefiting from this, right? George Soros. <laughs> um, anyone that's benefiting from this and actually like, you know, purposely starting riots. That That's a huge issue. That's 100% treason or their, their enemy, you know, enemy of the state. Right. I think a lot of them are anarchists because they don't stand for anything. Um, they do want to get paid, but then again, the anarchists kind of stand in the same beliefs as those particular groups that we just mentioned. I mean, this has happened dozens of times throughout history, you know, just like the, uh, Russian revolution, 1917. Oh yeah. It's a very, yeah. very similar tactic with, with the Bolsheviks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Bolshevik revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Same. It, it happened in world war two also with the brown shirts with the Nazis. Brown, yeah. Brown yeah. coats. Um, they would do the same thing. They would, they would beat these people up only because they were trying. They were forcing these people to vote in a certain way, and even with the book burning, I mean, that's what they were doing too, right? Yeah, book burning, Twitter deleting. One of those. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It, it everything that's been happening. I mean, if you haven't woken up to what's going on now, the signs are so obvious out there. Last year was such an eye-opening. I mean, last year was such such a telling year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's disconcerting because I try to, um, you know, I have family members that are pretty left that voted for Biden, which is totally fine as long as you're doing an educated vote. Right. Right. Um, and their argument is some meme that somebody sent me no, no sort of um no criminal report or no, no of, facts no some no excuse me um nothing you know nothing other than some random meme that some ran, uh, some unknown person made right no one uh that is an anti-Trumper that I know of. I mean, obviously, you know, come to me if, if I'm wrong. No one's ever had an opinion that th that they made on their own without some sort of influence by the media. Right. No, I agree with you. Um, my stepfather, he's he's liberal. The only difference with him is he and I are able to have discussions like. 
our our relationship is not broken apart because of where we stand politically. Um, I wouldn't really consider myself a Republican. I'm more of an independent thinker. I, I think freely, but my values are conservative. But the thing about him, um, he gets limited news because of the area he lives in. And I, I know he watches the mainstream media and doesn't look towards independent media on YouTube or wherever, um, which is very difficult for me to get points across to him because he's watching CNN, MSNBC, and he's taking it. He's he's taking that information and going with it, thinking that it's solid gold. Which which is fine as long as you look at the other side and then make your decision, right? But that's but that's not the way it works with 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 mainstream media. They are painting this president out to be something that he really isn't, and it's 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 our it's it's almost as if we have to find we have to find different avenues of a different opinion to form our own opinion. Which, on my end, I'm totally okay if whatever politician, whatever actor, whatever leader, if they're no good, show me, right? I, I, I want to know. And, and right. that information is crucial to our future. I agree with you. Um, and we, at the end of the day, like, we're all Americans, okay? I'm going to... If you have an opinion that you have, you know, facts that are different than mine, other than just some sort of random meme mm-hmm. or an opinion that um, Don Lemon told you, I, I want to hear it. Like, I I want to know if if Trump is the Antichrist or some sort of evil person, right? Um. Tell me, I want, I want to see what he's done that's so negative because even if, you know, for example, uh, I, I'm sure in World War II, people loved Hitler. Like the German people probably loved him. But if somebody was like, hey, by the way, he's, you know, he's doing this crazy genocide. For example, um, like I'm, I'm sure the reason why you're doing this is, uh, you know, I, I, I have family uh, from Germany, and uh, when they would drive, uh, you know, drive the trains past a church uh, full of these Jews going to Auschwitz or whatever, you know what the church people would do? They would sing louder so they didn't hear them to protect them, right? Nope. When the train went by, full of Jews, went by a church that was singing, they would just sing louder. What was the purpose of that? So they didn't hear the Jews crying. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's that's pretty scary, man. Because it seems to me that it's kind of... Like, the history of it is kind of repeating itself. Yeah. So... What kind of person are you going to be during this? Are you going to be a person to ignore what's happening in front of you and sing louder? I, get, I see where you're going with that. 
Or are you going to, I mean, yeah, of course, you know, the 20 or so uh, churchgoers, you know, in uh, you know, Frank, you know, whatever, Frankfurt or whatever city, you know, um, it's not going to do anything against, you know, the SS and, but, you know, you go up to heaven, God's going to know that you sang louder, you know, and ignored all these, you know, helpless people that are about to be executed. Right. For their beliefs. Right. And yeah, you are right. This is one of the reasons why I'm doing this is because information needs to get out there. Um, and I've, I've said this so many times before that this was assigned to me because I, you know, although I don't expect people to take my word for, for truth, but I'm trying to lead them to, to, to at least do research on, on what's going on out there. And you know, it's 2021. I mean, there's, there's no excuse, plenty of research and right. You know, I get, it's very difficult. Like, um, it's it's hard to really know what is the truth um and where to get your information from um when you leave you know youtube you know youtube definitely censors everything and the moment you say something on your channel or whatever your 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 video is deleted you know like i've posted stuff on other social media platforms from youtube and within that day it's been deleted you know Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, speeches from Trump stating that, you know, to disperse and be peaceful. And it, that was deleted because it was against their guidelines. They don't like peace. Twitter as well. Yeah. Um, so. So you kind of you kind of see that that. With because you said you've you've had family members who's been through that that era of World War Two. And based on the stories you've heard from them, clearly this is happening again. Yeah, like um, my great-grandfather was uh, forced to fight for the uh, Nazis. And it was either he fights, um, which obviously, I mean, I'm, is, he should have just stepped up. But this is, you know, 1933, 33 or 36. Yeah. He, uh, it was either that or uh, his wife and my grandmother, which she was a newborn at the time would have been executed by the SS or the brown coats. So, so I mean, fortunately for him, he was shot in the head the first day he lived though. So, I mean, he was a little paranoid after that, but wow. <laughs> wow. I, you know, I didn't know that about the history of, of, of uh, your family, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when my, uh, grandfather first met, um, my grandmother's side, they had their first Christmas dinner together. And, uh, my grandfather says, is this horse? And he said, then he said, uh, how'd you know? Because, uh, that was all they could afford. And that was, uh, that was a fancy meal. Wow. I did not know that. Well, I know that people during that era went through a lot of stuff because I've heard stories from, from my wife with her great with her grandmother because her grandmother grew up in Japan during the time where US was bombing them all the time like firebombing them all the time and she told me that during that time um her grandmother probably was like a a teenager 
like a like 13 maybe 12 13 something like that and she had to take care of her siblings who were like little kids like there were no parents around and you know it's just to think about the stuff that they've been through like are people are people in this in this generation now are they going to be able to do that if if things were to happen the same way you know um I do know that we we need to fight for what we have, what's left of what we have, and we need to get back what we've lost. Because if we don't, we're going to end up the same way they did. You know what I mean? The, the U.S. is the last stand. There's no there's nowhere else to go unless you, what are you going to do, live on a yacht, if you could afford one, and yeah, sail, but, sail the middle of the ocean. But even at that, a storm can just swoop you away, man. Yeah, you just... I've seen the or, I've seen the perfect storm movie. Find a uh, find an island to live on. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen, man. I mean, <laughs> there's only so much that you can do in an island by yourself, and yeah, I don't. Dude, think... there's there's nowhere to go. I mean, unless you're going to be like some uh, some high speed camper in Alaska, no one's going to Alaska to find you. But yeah. you'll probably be eaten by bears. Um, with 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 the people that I. And I hate to bring work up, but the generation, I'm not going to even bring work up, but with the generation that I've seen, yeah, I don't think living sufficiently like off the land or whatever, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be like, oh my goodness, I don't have a Wi-Fi connection. Um, So I I really don't think that they would survive to be uh, honest yeah i i can't i can't kid you bro like i'll go camping and i'm like i'm gonna try to start a fire <laughs> dude that shit is hard as f- yeah uh, just, i think i'd be just the- like the basics like trying to you know like a fire is like kind of like a big deal like cavemen made that right and, I, and i'm over here struggling and yeah i got i got every means possible i'm over here getting a dryer lint because some youtube guy told me it works <laughs> it works but it doesn't work that well. You know, I should have put it in gasoline first. But <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely living in um in times where where um we can lose it. We can lose everything. I I'm worried uh that history's history is repeating itself into just like, you know, the Nazis and every other, you know. Uh, well, even with the I Roman mean, Empire, too. The, yeah, the Romans fell for God's yeah. sakes. You and know? They, they ruled the world for a long time. Yeah. A very long time. So um, we're d- definitely not uh, Roman soldiers. Right. You know, and uh, I mean, but, but what we do have is information, and that is the key. And... I don't care what you believe or what your lifestyle is or how much you make or what you drive. I don't care. You know, you, whatever, whatever your lifestyle is at the end of the day, we're, we're all Americans and you need to, you need to do, do you do diligence? Oh man, that was bad. Um, and what Must got the drink, what got us here was, uh, us not caring about politics. Right. Yeah, like you're you're absolutely right, dude. For for years, I was just um, voting based upon a, uh, a political party. Yeah, you can't do that, man. You know, um, 
and you know, I mean, I I voted for Obama because because you bought you bought the change, didn't oh, you? Oh, dude, you bought he, it. Yeah, you bought what he you bought what he was selling. The, the first term, I I didn't say I didn't vote for him the second term, but uh, charisma, man, that guy. I mean, that guy was. He's a he, good he's a good teleprompter reader, dude. Dude, he can talk. He That's can for sure. He can he's, talk. Um Trump's not a he's he's not he's not uh he's not smooth like uh He's Obama. not, but I'll tell you what I tell you I'll tell you what Trump is. Trump is the type of dude that we need right now. Somebody who has no filter, um somebody who has balls to do things. And this is that's exactly what he's doing, you know? He yeah, he doesn't sound presidential, right? Air quotes, presidential, but but he's got some balls on him, and I think a lot of people like that. Dude, there's um like how many senators really like gave a damn about us recently? Ron Paul or uh, Rand Paul? Rand Paul, he plays too much. He's he's not. My Ted, opinion. Ted Cruz has pretty been pretty good. No, I mean, I have I have qualms about Ted Cruz as well. I like the things that he says, but his past is, his family connections are kind of shady to me, and not to mention that his wife is part of the CFR. Um, I it's it's. But at the end of the day, we just need to. We need to get people like us in there. People that actually give a damn about other people, you know, like. Everyone has taken money from some sort of corporation. Sorry for the background. That's okay. That's no the, worries, man. It's the puppy and the, the toddler. Um, there shouldn't be politicians that are making 180 grand a year, which is fine. I, I don't care about that, but are worth millions of dollars. Well, that's from the side deals, man. Yeah, I mean, you think that um, that's the, that's the, from the people who quote unquote donate to them, dude. The the gender uh, studies in Pakistan, Pakistan's been like, yep, uh, that's a dude and that's a girl, and they got to be, you know, like that's two dudes. They should, you know, the Quran says uh, that that that's not a good thing. So uh, we're gonna throw them off a building. But but you know. <laughs> You know that you mentioned that. I honestly think that it's a way of money laundering. Oh, it's 100%. not. It's not necessarily for that program per se. It's just a way of transferring money, saying that it's going to this cause. When oh, oh but come on, they should at least and that is cut that they just think we are the dumbest civilization because they could have named that some high speed like. Uh, you know, uh, independence uh, research for right. Pakistan, no, I, or, I, or uh, I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but agriculture. But you know, here, so here, they, here's the truth of the matter, dude. And I hate to say this because I know a lot of people have woken up just recently, but there's still so many people out there who just don't care. They don't care. They 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 they, they only care about what's going on in their world. And that's very sad because whatever happened, what whatever the the decisions that are being made by these politicians, they affect us. But uh, but a lot of people they just don't care. Yeah, I mean, dude, I get it. Like I wake up really early 
I go to bed really late. You know, I have a family to take care of. I have a job to go to, um, you know, puppy now, a house to take care of. I have to mow the lawn, you know, like it's a, you know, I try to get a workout in every once in a while. I'm not the best at it, but uh, at least you're getting one. I haven't gotten one in months. Home gym, dude. Um, I do have, I, I got kettlebells at home, but I still don't do anything, man. But, uh, we have to take the time to give a damn, not for us, for the future. Like how long is this going to last? And it's something that we have to maintain and constantly like push. Like think about, imagine if we lost all freedoms, right? And we went to a communist nation. All the people that died in the Civil War, all the people that... It was all for nothing. It was all for nothing. All for nothing. But I believe that there are so many... There, are, I, I don't think it's the majority of people, but I do believe that there is a good percentage of people out there who are willing to put it all out there, including their life, for, for freedom. To I preserve mean, pre- military and law enforcement, that's pretty much it. Like, well, I think there are maybe all, not all law enforcement, but not the feds. I have no, I know, I have no comment on that. <laughs> no, I mean, I have no comment on that. I mean, as much as I do want to comment on that, um, no, dude. I mean, I, I think at the at the end of the day, when it came to it, I, I, I think they'd step up. I would, I, mean, ho- I would hope so. There are certain uh, sheriffs around the country that have stepped up and are, are not enforcing COVID restrictions, so that should tell you something. True, true. But some people, maybe they're just making that decision playing politics. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but I've also seen people within the department or departments uh, do that. But let's move on. Yeah, let, let, let <laughs> us move on. Um, I do think that there are even people who have never served in the military or law enforcement or even firefighters or for any kind of first responders. I do think that there are people out there willing to put it all out there because they love. I think there are a good example. Of this would probably be a good amount of small business owners because they have gotten they they've they've reaped the benefits of what the country has to offer. So I honestly think I think I do think that a lot of small business owners are willing to put it all out there in order for them to preserve what they have. That's just my definitely opinion. that dude with the gym that went to court and won all of his oh, cases. That dude was smart, man. Um, what do you think about churches? Like, do you think that uh, all the churches that actually shut down is because of the five hundred one c three or whatever uh, unit? It was like a. They don't pay taxes because, and they register as a, a church, but they, you know, um, the stuff that I've heard about that people, the, the churches that are involved with that, um, they're pushing a different thing, man. Like they're more concerned about their financial status from what I've noticed. Um, like I, I have a church that, um, I used to go to, I'm not local to it anymore. And I, I love the the pastor's great. You know, he's very, you know, um, he's a great speaker, you know, but it, this is this big, fancy church. You know what I mean? Like real nice. Okay. So real look, nice. I haven't been to church in a long time. I haven't been in any organized, excuse me. 
I haven't been in any organized religion, although I was bapt, uh, baptized as a Seventh-day Adventist. Um, but I still don't go to a certain place to worship. Um, but here's how I look at it. When Jesus came back to Jerusalem and he went to the temple and saw that the temple was a marketplace and it was a place where people were making money. <laughs> Gambling. Everything. Everything was happening, yeah. right? He was pissed. And I think when as his as he was doing his journey throughout throughout um, Jerusalem and Galilee and or wherever wherever he went and don't mind me because I'm still learning about all this stuff. People were following him. They didn't have a specific area that they went to. They went to people's houses, but they didn't have a set church to go like a set quote unquote building called a church to go to. And a lot of people were following him to listen to what he had to say. And from my, what I've learned is that just based on like observing that, I think that we as the people are the church. When we all congregate and worship, I think that that's enough to, for us to be the church as opposed to going to a nice building to, to worship. You may think differently, but... No, definitely. You know what? Uh, actually, so uh, um, my wife's uncle, n- no bloodline. Um, my wife's aunt married this guy, and they were huge and a dope, right? Uh, crystal, and he used to make crystal. And then um, he was on uh, probation or parole, um, and he felt like an instinct, like I, I, I gotta go get loaded. Instead of going to get loaded, um, he went to church. And if he would have went, and he tells me this, if he would have went and got loaded, and he would have peed, you know, took a urine test and been dirty for his parole officer, and went and served fifteen years. Okay, fifteen years. So that's a long time. Um, so he hundred percent went to church, right? No. No family, no friends, no one told him that he should do this. He just had a gut feeling. He goes to church and uh, 100% gives himself to God. Dude, changes his life entirely. Marries my wife's aunt. Um, has a, a beautiful grandson. Beautiful life. Like Ends up like um, moving into uh, my wife's grandfather's like home after he passed away. Right? So score now he's got a house a wife grandkids you know and from that day forward like literally his life went from living you know you know in in the slums to having a a great life and uh actually i I asked him the other day it's like hey can you start coming fridays to the house we start doing bible studies and you think like some guy that was completely like living anti-christian life making meth selling meth getting loaded all the time living this crazy tweaker lifestyle is now like hopefully he, he's gonna start coming to my home and pretty much like saving a lot of like me my wife my daughter you know like you we're christians but we're not we're not very good at you know praying or studying or um, anything like that. And I told him like, man, think about this. Like 
your life was as, you know, people would think he was, you know, a scumbag. Uh-huh. And, you know, he completely changes, you know, changes life. And it wasn't really him. And he, he knows that. And so I, what you were saying about the church being us, not so much the actual building. Um, that go, that's why I'm, I was having him coming over so we can do like studies and just kind of like, you know, getting together, you know? Yeah. Um, um I, I've come to that conclusion, man. Yeah. And, um, because when I was young, I was raised Roman Catholic. And when I go to church, I don't get anything out of it. As a matter of fact, I didn't even want to go to church. Probably because I was a kid too. But when I tried, so, okay, so years ago, my brother passes away. I tried to go to church consistently to try to build a relationship with God. But it was one of those things that didn't last long at all. And when I was in church, it, I wasn't even fully there. Physically, I was there, but mentally, I was kind of checked out. I kind of felt like I had to do this, right? But just recently, um, when I got baptized and changed, you know, how I would perceive myself as a Christian, right? Getting baptized, Seventh-day Adventist or whatever. Um, where am I going with this? Okay, this is where I'm going with it. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> what do you What do you think is going to happen uh, inauguration? That because that that is something that's really like sitting on me. I I know you're uh, you know you're very strong in your beliefs, so you think pretty much it, it's going the way of like a rapture and like a second coming. No, and- I don't think a, I don't think a rapture is going to happen. I I I. I I don't I don't think it's going to happen. But th- okay, this is where I was going with it. So the reason why I have come to the uh, come to the conclusion that we are the church is because look at all the things that are going on right now. They don't want us to they don't want us to congregate. They don't want us to show up to these so-called buildings called churches and, and sing and <laughs> And we got to get back to the old school way of doing things. The way Jesus, this is where I was going with it. We got to get back to the way Jesus used to do it when he would walk and, and, and teach people. I honestly think we get more out of that as opposed to going to a place that we call church. Sometimes you even feel compelled to even donate money. It shouldn't be that way. And this is my, just, I'm just saying this as my opinion. Okay. I don't think um, God was collecting. I don't think Jesus was collecting money. When no, he, no, you no know way. what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you think, uh, you know, the church and us, for example, like I'm having my family. You know, like who who do I want to to save the most, and that'd be like my direct family. And who am I going to trust the most? That's going to be my direct family. Um, and you know, he does obviously it doesn't have to be family, but your family, friends, close ones, like even during these lockdowns, if you don't feel comfortable going out, you could still Skype everyone and do some sort of, you know, church service. Right. You know? Right. Um, I, I definitely think that there should be more people coming out to do podcasts like this, but you know, that focus and cause even for, you know, for me, it's, it's hard to, hard to read the Bible and understand it and really like dive on deep and, just open it up 
I myself too. I it's it's I go I struggle every day. Okay, I, I may consider myself a Christian, although I don't really like to label me myself as such. I I like to label myself more as a Jesus follower as opposed to a Christian. But it's it's a diff it's difficult. It's really difficult to 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 live the way Christ has lived. But we I think it's the strive to do it. I think it's what's in your heart because we all sin, right? And you you know how you mentioned your uncle. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. God picks these, he picks certain people, like people that you wouldn't even think of. And I think, you know, referring back to the stories in the Bible, I think a lot of those, um, the high priest, right? The Jews, they, they thought that you have to be like the top person, uh, have all this power in order for you to be the, the, the prophet. And when Jesus was presented to them, they looked at him as like he's a poor guy who, who's a, a, a sheep herder and he, he has no formal education. I think God picks these types of certain people yeah, for a well, reason. I mean, his entire life was like the most humbling life. Right. Like everyone has this uh, idea about you know his birth and he was born in a a barn, a stable, yeah, a stable with you know there was feces and his stunk and yep. you know he wasn't a rich man either no 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 he was a carpenter was, I think he was also a carpenter as well right yeah um yeah so it's just weird how um God picks certain types of people to change things for us you know what I mean yeah I mean when you die like None of the, none of your uh, fame or glory it goes with matter. you. Yeah, you know, it it's not, not going to matter. You know, uh, my grand uh, grandfather he uh, worked for Hughes Aircrafts and NASA, and he was behind uh, the shuttle, uh, the communications. Right there, there was huge issues with putting the um, the the shuttle in uh, orbit. Right, and trying to get. Uh, direct uh, communications without that haze. And he had issues with the electromagnetic interference. So he was making really good money. Um, and uh, he died with millions of dollars in his account. He didn't take it with him, did he? He didn't take any of it with him. And even if he was to take it with him, you think he's going to be able to use that to get into heaven? You know, uh, pay, pay, pay himself a ticket to get into heaven? So... Um, you know, I was a young boy and he was not religious at all. Um, he was your typical scientist, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, when I w was watching him die, he, no kidding. He s saw his, uh, dead sister and he started talking to them and it was the craziest thing, dude. Craziest thing. Do you thing. remember what he said? He just, you know, Hey, uh, Hey, how you doing? Like, you know, he just pretty much introducing me to her and. That's crazy. Somebody dude. that's like, you know, not religious. You know, he's he's going down, you know, down the hole and, you know, dying. That is crazy, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, obviously, like a doctor's just going to say it's because he's lack of uh, blood to his brain. Of so course, he's hallucinating, yeah. Of, you know? of course they're going to say stuff like that, man. Um, that's one thing about these doctors nowadays, too. They don't. 
they don't there's no spiritual aspect to what they do it's all based on quote science so uh another crazy story is that i was young boy living you know uh, and uh middle night woke up and i see this man in the hallway it's kind of like black and white just standing there i wasn't you know nothing nothing made me feel like fearful and uh it's like okay that's that's weird you know but just fell back asleep my my sister was we we only had one extra room so you know my sister and i slept together and uh wake up the next morning to my my father crying crying like no other and i was like what's going on and he's like my brother's dead whoa and uh i was like really and I, I never met this man in my life, right? He lived in Alabama. Um, he was a Green Beret. He had severe, like, well, from what my father told me, he had drug problems, drug addiction, right? He, you know, he was a very destructive man. He was part of the Hessians, like, oh, his Green he was Beret. A biker. He, was, he was, you know, everything, just a very alpha type man. Right. And was having, a, you know, I'm, I'm guessing drug problems. And uh, he offed himself that night that I happened to, and I was like, can I see a photo? And it was that, that guy. How old were you? I was probably, uh, 10, 11. Wow. And you still remember that, that, oh, yeah, 100%. that particular time yeah. in, in your life. I have a similar story with that, but, um, but for now, you know, let's go ahead and take a break. Um, and then I'll tell you my experience that's similar to that. And it was a trip. So, We'll be back. And we're back from the break. Those ribs are good, dude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So before we left off on the break, um, I wanted to tell you a story similar to what you told. All right. And, um, man, this, even to this day, this kind of freaks me out. So, um, <clears throat> My brother was in the hospital. Um, this was when he was 19 years old, and I think I was 23 at the time, 23, maybe 22. I'm not too sure. But <clears throat> he he was unresponsive in the hospital. And um, my mother had called me up and told me what was going on, that your brother passed out. He's not responding to anything. He's in the hospital. So I rushed to the hospital with my wife. And I go there and I go see my brother. He's on the uh, gurney and, you know, the doctors are doing their test. The doctor, he's doing his test to see if he can get any response from my brother. And there's no response. And I see this machine hooked up to my brother. So my mom tells me, she tells me, okay, we're going to be here a while. So why don't we take turns staying at the hospital to watch your brother? I'll stay here and then you can, you can come back later tonight and take over like, you know, like kind of like shifts. Right. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll go home. So my wife and I, and my son at the time we go home. Um, so I try to go to sleep and this was probably like, I want to say like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning or not in the morning, but the afternoon nighttime. And I'm trying to get some sleep. And, 
you know that stage of sleep in the beginning where you're you're just about to fall asleep? Yeah. You know that stage? Yeah. So I'm I'm going through that stage where I'm about to fall asleep. I see a vision of my brother and he's saying, "Hey, I got to go, but don't worry about me. Everything will be all right." And I kind of in my in, in I, I guess this was a dream. I said, and when I looked at him, he walked away. I woke up. I woke up and I started. Um, I started freaking out and I started crying. My wife asked me what's going on. I said, "Well, my brother. I just saw my brother in a dream, and he told me that he had to go, but it would be okay." So after that happened, five minutes later, my mom calls me up, and she says. Hey, uh, your brother just passed away. So that that experience was very weird to me, and I still remember it as if as if it happened yesterday. It was so vivid, um, and I just never forgot. I never forgot that uh, incident ever since. That was the most vivid incident that I've ever experienced in my life spiritually. So it's kind of similar similar to what you experienced, but man, when spirituality hits you, man, it's it just hits you. It's it makes itself obvious. Yeah, then your almost natural reaction is to doubt what you really just saw. And I think that's how a lot of people are with with finding out what the truth is too. You know, it's it's hard for them to swallow that so-called red pill yeah man i never I never knew you lost your brother sorry to hear that no i mean it, it was it was one of those things where i mean he was young he hung out he was he was a gang member i mean he used to hang out with a bad type of people and not to say that i never did hang around with good people all the time but i'm just saying that when you're young when you when you come from a kind of like a broken family you kind of find your way through and surround yourself with people who you think care for you. And I guess his way was to hang out with certain types of people who were heavy into drugs. And my brother got hooked into that. And that's what happened. You know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that it was possibly drugs that got him, but I have a very good suspicion about drugs getting into him. So I'm not ashamed to to share that story. Um, it's one of those things that I would want people to learn from it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's an eye-opening experience. Mm-hmm. Big time. It sure is. And well, here's here's the kicker, dude. Here's the kicker of this whole story. That same day, um, my brother and I, well, I invited my brother to go watch that movie next Friday. If you remember next Friday. Yeah. Because it was out in the movie theaters. And I said, hey, dude, um, I remember this so vividly. Like the day before, I said, hey, dude, uh, let's go watch uh, next Friday tomorrow. And he was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And it never happened. So Damn. It, it was all weird, dude. It was all weird. But looking back at it now, it's one of those things where he was giving me a heads up that he's going to be okay. And I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at least glad he at least gave me a heads up. Even though I wasn't expecting it, I can, I can bet that there's a lot of people 
around the world that's experienced very similar oh, yeah. situations. They either don't want to talk about it, they don't want to sound crazy, or they don't or want to accept or, it either. Or they're doubting it. Yeah, they don't want to accept it either. And it's 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 okay to initially feel like that, but but I think things like that um, make itself known to let you know that there's more than just there's more out there than just us as human beings. You know what I mean? I, I like there's a spiritual side to life. If that makes any sense. No, hundred percent. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because when you told me that story, that my experience kind of, um, it reminded you, it reminded me, man, you know, and just like doubting those situations, it's like, like you were saying, doubting everything else. Everyone is don't, doesn't want to accept the truth. Like, Everyone, or at least I hope, there's a majority of the population that knows about the Epstein Island, right? Oh. They they know about Epstein. They know what happened there, but nothing more has came from it. Every, they they know that this dude trafficked kids, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, piloted or whatever a submarine under the island, mm-hmm. right? To with, I mean, for what, for what reason? Why, why, why do you have a sub? And everyone knows that this, this dude had all these kids, but no one wants to know about it and they just want to shun it off. That's great. You know, like how, how have we not looked more into this? I was like, ah, well, well you know, uh, it's fun. You mentioned that dude, <clears throat> check this out. So before this whole Epstein thing became popular in the news, I was talking to a coworker of mine. This was years ago. This is before this was before Trump was even president, I think. But I was talking to a coworker of mine. It was a female coworker. And I don't know how this came about, but we were talking about like pedophiles. And um I told her, Well, why don't you look up Jeffrey Epstein? Go look him up. She did, and and that the, what she found out about him. Is exactly what came out in the news years later. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about him until. Well, I knew the, about the whole break. I, I knew about this clown before he became mainstream news, only because I've heard of things about this guy. But it was one of those moments where I gave, I gave a, I gave a little, a little, um, like a little clue to somebody who was not necessarily digging into truth. I think we were just having some discussion about pedophiles, and I told her, yeah, look up this guy, Jeffrey Epstein. Now is he alive? What do you think? <clears throat> Lynn Wood says he's alive. And that guy is... Uh, There's a lot of things that are coming out of like Lynn Wood. A, he's like a you know, high-speed uh, lawyer. Yeah, he's a, uh, he, he's a defamation he, he lawyer. Defamation lawyer, and you know how the uh, defamation lawyers win is the truth. So, I mean, why is this high-speed lawyer that's, you know, made a career? Why would he put his career on the line for lies? Lies? Okay. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, let's just assume that they're they're. Well, BS, there's definitely like, things that he knows that we don't. Yeah, but he's... What people are assuming are lies, like Epstein being alive. He, he, he tweeted that. I mean, I read it myself and... <clears throat> Well, I just think the whole situation, how it went down with him being so-called, quote, murdered, um, 
when he was in custody was kind of that was a weird story, dude. dude he was in the same prison as El Chapo Guzman, which is the uh, Sinaloa cartel uh, drug lord. Yeah. yeah, like we put the 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 baddest high profile dudes in that prison. They're not going to put a bunch of slouches. That that whole story though, cards, with with know. him being murdered. Do you know the same um, coroner that did his autopsy is the same guy that did George Floyd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, it, it was coincidence. Yeah, no, not coincidence. <laughs> I, you know, the chances of things in life being coincidence is you'd be sweet as a, <laughs> as if Epstein gets par, uh, pardoned uh, the nineteenth. Why would that be interesting? Because <laughs> imagine if he was actually a confidential informant, and uh, I don't see him being pardoned for the things he'd done. Yeah, but if he gave up everyone else. He may have given up everyone else, but you think he's going to get away with all the things he's done? Do you I, think I, that? You think I mean, that? I, I, guess, I guess we can, I mean, with uh, Bush's great uh, Patriot Act, we could just torture him for any information we want. <laughs> I guess if we we're still to implement that. But, you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't see this president being as such. He... He has not displayed any behavior of uh, tyrannical. Exactly, uh, he has not. He's not Stalin, but e- even though the the um, left has said that he's going to ruin our country, yet we're here four years deep, and it's better than it ever was. But we'll, but time will tell, man. I mean, um, if uh, if he becomes the president again, and I'm hoping um, he does. Who's to say that these people who who were um, trying to destroy his life? Who's to say that his revenge won't be worse than what he's done to worse than what they've done to him? Do you so? Constitution versus oath of office, right? Obviously, like um, he still technically has a constitutional law right to uh, to pull, but if the um, Supreme Court doesn't want to act. Do you think his uh, oath of office to protect the nation against all for, all enemies, foreign and domestic? Do you think that trumps <laughs> trumps? Do you think that uh, oversteps all the other legal aspects? No, because he's he's taken that oath to protect the country. So yeah, so the the oath would triumph everything else, right? Well, you use the Constitution to take that oath, don't you? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen on the 20th? I don't want to make any assumptions, to be honest. There's two things that can happen. He's either going to be president or he's not going to be president. Um, I don't want to make assumptions. I have I have guesses of what may happen, but I could be wrong and then end up sounding like a jackass. But to make just to make conversation... If you really want to know what my opinion is, what better time to show everybody a mass arrest of people than an inauguration day where everybody, where the mainstream media is actually pointing their cameras at the one of the biggest events. And that would explain the 25,000 National Guards I don't know. that are armed. I don't know. I mean, as I wonder much if as they have handcuffs. As much as I want to say all these things, I 
don't want to be wrong at the same time. But if you're asking, I for love, me, I love speculation. But if you're asking my opinion, I would like to. I would like to think that on that quote inauguration day, um, that since mainstream media cameras are going to be pointed at that particular event, that I'm hoping that these mass arrests would happen. That's what I, I'm hoping I'm not, for. I'm I'm praying as well. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't want to be Debbie Downey Downer, but if Biden does take office, do you think? Do you think they're pushing for a new world order, like the Bible says? No doubt, no doubt. But ultimately, ultimately, it's going to be God's decision on what happens. That's the way I see I see it. It's ultimately God's decision whether this country loses its its clout or not. So out of our hands. It's God's decision. Everyone pray now. They should have been praying a long time <laughs> ago to be honest. We should have started praying ever since he became president. Actually, we should have started praying a long way longer than that. You know, uh, if you watch his rallies, he has some guy pray before his rally, and then they do the national anthem. I didn't. I've never noticed that. Yeah, they uh, the the news media typically will uh, wait until that's done. Even with the uh, alternate media? No, if I, I've been watching uh, right side broadcasting. Okay, yeah, I catch them so, uh, from time to time. If I get on early enough. I'll have him notify me when he's doing a rally and he'll have a, like a prayer first and then do national anthem and let him some CCR, which is always pretty awesome. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think is, I mean, on your opinion, because obviously we, we're not in a know of what's going on. We just hear what we hear from whatever outlets we listen you know, to. I, I have, um, I, my opinion is up in the air. Like, I hope that the truth comes out and I mean, at the end of the day, like a lot of these people are traitors to the, the nation and, right? and they need to be held accountable on it. Uh, I mean, I, if, if we don't do this now, if we don't have a, a, a fair real election, we never will. And honestly, I don't even think we've even had an honest election for a long time. Oh yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, probably since we started doing using uh, electronics. <laughs> yeah, it Who could knows? be even way before that. Um, you know, the saying that they have is they're selected, not elected, and I, 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 I think that holds some kind of truth to it. Now, how know? many people care that they have their their opinion doesn't matter? Well, here's the funny thing too that I've noticed is. Um, when I was not awake to the to when I wasn't privy to all this information prior to 2006, like I would hear people have discussions of it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter who I vote for because uh, they like they know that the corruption exists. Oh, yeah. But yet they they're so passive about it. They just don't care. Yeah, it's weird. So what I hope is obviously like regardless if it's this uh, state as little as uh voter fraud or as much as like uh this uh satanic pedophile ring oh i, I mean i who knows at what extent 
this goes, but uh, regardless of how big or small it, it is, it's still people still need to be held accountable. Oh, I I totally like you agree. or I. If we did that, we would be right in a heartbeat. Yeah, or any like regular uh, mil- you know, enlisted military guy. If he, uh, you know, gave up information or whatever, you know, uh, not Snowden, but who's the other guy? Um, trying to think who you're trying to talk about. You know the guy, that, uh, the WikiLeaks guy? Oh, Julian Assange. Julian Assange. Like, if we did that or Snowden, like, they would be put in a hole for all eternity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean... It, just because you're a politician, you're on the Senate or in their the words, House. we would be, we would be in custody. Yeah. But you and I know that we'll probably be tortured behind closed doors. Yeah. Probably. Or I mean, what they say, reeducated. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So it still needs to be taken care of. You know, people still need to be held accountable, but I have seen recently like people getting hooked you know, arrested for uh, voter fraud and such. Did you hear about the uh, the blackout? I, no, you know, it was you that... I, Pakistan, right? No, 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 no. In the uh, Vatican. Oh, I watched that live stream. So, I forget what day of the week it was. But I was on the Twitters. No, it was, it was Parler. It was when Parler was a website. Bef- before, they got, uh, <laughs> before they got cut, so, right? So... I think it was on Parler. Uh, Lynn Wood uh, posted a live stream of the Vatican, right? And I was like, "There's something to this. Why? Why would he do that?" Right? It was um, it was about ten o'clock at night, a little bit before. Okay. Um, I was laying in bed and I was like, oh, "That's weird." So I laid down and I started watching it, and it was I didn't know it was a Vatican, right? It was just pitch black. There was a few like distant lights, but nothing, nothing distinguishable. Right. Uh-huh. I think 10 o'clock at night, our time would have been like seven in the morning for them. So nothing, it wasn't like it was the middle of the night. It was pitch black. Um, no, it had been pretty dark there mm-hmm. anyways. So, and then all of a sudden all lights turned on. That's and, weird. And it went from dark to, Dark to light. Maybe that has something to do with it. Dark to light, right? So all the power goes back on, and I I was like, "That's that's." Was there that's any something. Was there any audio? I didn't hear anything because I was I was laying in in bed and I didn't want to, you know. Because I, I I had I, the audio low. I I did hear that there was gunshots. Yeah, I heard audio, but I didn't. Uh, I, I I heard like popping sounds and banging sounds. Well, if you're going to invade or do some sort of uh, special operations, can be in the night. Right. You know, take advantage of that. Um, yeah. Uh, well, not only that, but um, a few, I, I want to say like a day or two later, did you see that little, um, that little press conference? I don't know if it was a press conference or an interview that Pompeo did. No, I didn't see it. But I, the next day after I watched that, there was a news article about um, the Pope being arrested for 80 counts of, like, child... Human trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking. But it was, like, some, like, you know, 
oddball news article that you know I I've never heard of and couldn't verify. So it's not verifiable. Yeah, it's just like some random dude that's probably you know typing something that it could be it could be hundred percent legit or it could be BS. Yeah, and that's that's one thing about um, finding what the truth is too is some of these articles that you come by you can't really um, get juice on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's definitely a, like I said earlier, you have to pick and choose what you believe. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, only time will tell what came out of that. Um, but the reason why I I mentioned. Um, Pompeo's, I think it was a, I want to say it was a press conference, but he even gave a speech too, is because that same day there was a, there was an arrest. Um, there was a photo of uh, the guy who was in charge of Dominion in Italy, who was being arrested, like being escorted by some, some um, like a security team or something like that. And there was a photo of it and the photo kind of zoomed in. You, you didn't yeah I didn't, I didn't see that yeah well it was in italy too that's interesting yeah i mean um i saw a post today and even like looked it up um so let me find it so, wanna, so uh who's angela buyer? angela merkel stepped down from you know uh germany she um, said whoa, whoa she resigned She's stepping down. Okay, she will step down. I'm, I'm not sure at what stage it is, but and then uh, the Italian, Italy, Italian government on verge of collapse. Uh, oh. And then the Dutch government uh, is considering a resignation as well. Wow, and that came out today. Uh, yeah. It, well, it's like I'm not. They're all different dates, but recently. That's interesting, man. It's it's funny how all these things are connected. I mean, it could be something, but I mean, it can't all be coincidences, you know. I don't think it is. That's just my gut feeling. I don't think I don't think any of this is all coincidence. There definitely is connections to this. It's funny how all of a sudden Merkel wants to step down and, and there's no reason for that, is there? I don't know. I don't know her her uh reasoning is it, but then again she was displaying symptoms of some kind of parkinson's possibly have you ever seen those videos where she starts shaking out of nowhere no yeah she would she would be at events and there would be some video clips of her just shaking uncontrollably wow that's interesting so i i don't know if it's fake i don't know if it's real i who knows? Could it be a thing to preemptively say that, yeah, I'm showing signs of that I'm sick and possibly it'll be easier for her to step down COVID. because <laughs> yeah, the scamdemic. I don't know, dude. I just, I really hope for the best on the 20th. So yeah, well, well since you asked me and I gave you my two senses of it, what, what's your take on it? Well, I've been seeing, um, I forget who it was, but Trump's plan of declassing a lot of information. He, um, I, I believe he's he's declassed some of the the, the Obama Gate or the, the Pfizer the, Gate the, stuff, the, the Hillary stuff too, the the emails. I didn't see any. I, 
I think from what I've heard, it was either yesterday or the day before, I overheard some show that I usually watch where they were talking about like he's declassed some of the Hillary email stuff. I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, it, what would be a dream to me is uh, everything comes out all, uh, truth regardless of how good or bad it is. And uh, whoever is uh, breaking the law against us, you know, the American people is uh, hooked, you know, arrested in front of all, all of us. Yeah. We see it. I mean, that'd be awesome. If not, I mean, it's, it's entirely possible that, even if this is an entire covert operation and they're trying to get some, you know, um, trying to get them to really like lose power, the Democrats, maybe Trump just lets them win and run the country down to misery. And we just go <laughs> begging for him to come back. Well, I'll tell you what, that will probably be the best way to, to, to realize that we have just lost everything. And I think that would be the most effective way to red pill everybody. Dude, if, if, if was it Biden wants to uh, make the national minimum wage $15 an hour, who's going to live in Arkansas? Right? Like if everyone makes the same amount of money, no one's going to be like, yeah, I want to live there. <laughs> it's going to be communism all like all over the place, man. Because if, 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 like you said earlier, man, we're the last bastion of it. Yeah. Like if we, if we lose it, there's no gaining it back. Yeah. Well, it's it's going to be a very tough battle to fight. That's for sure. But once the other countries get a hold of, of controlling our country, then it's, it's over. Yeah. Man. <laughs> the thought of it is scary. It really is. Um, I'm willing to put myself out there to protect what we have left to preserve for for our future. But if I'm going to fight a battle, I want to be able to have, if I'm going to fight a battle, I want to have a good chance of winning that battle, right? You yeah. don't just go into battle just to fight the battle, no matter what, if you, if you win or lose. Yeah, you want to be able to have some kind of advantage to win the battle. And I think that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Right, there's more of us than hopefully them. I want to say, I really, more. I really want to say that there are more of us, but I think the mass majority of people are still sheep. They're still sheep, even though a lot of people support the president and voted for him. I, I think the the mass majority of people just don't care. Still, they don't until it affects them. Yeah, until someone starts dragging them to a FEMA camp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever. That's that's a far uh, far extreme. It is a far extreme, but it. Does, I mean, it's not entirely impossible. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's very okay. possible. I mean, at the end of the day, the Constitution really is just a sheet of paper that somebody can completely ignore. And honestly, we've—I hate to say it—but we've lost a lot of those those God-given rights because. Look at what's happening with free speech now. Yeah, once you start putting uh, rules on free speech. There is no free speech. <laughs> right. It doesn't make it free anymore. It doesn't anymore. make it free. It gives you a speed limit. It does. And, it should, and, you know, what people don't understand is that it's not the Constitution that gives us our rights. 
the Constitution was written to protect our rights, but our rights are given from God. Yeah. 100%. And um, let's just hope the 20th uh, turns around and uh, helps. I don't really want to put a set date on it because if that date comes and nothing happens, uh, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be disappointed. Uh, yeah, I guess the inauguration doesn't necessarily have to be. What, what was it initially? It was like March 4th was inauguration day? I don't even remember. I don't. But but I do know this. I mean, there are also talks of states leaving the union, so certain states. Well, Texas? Texas is... Uh, They're spearheading pushing, that. Which I believe they are still not actually legally part of the union. I don't think they ever... The Lone Star State, huh? Yeah. I don't think they necessarily have to ask for permission. I'd have to do research on that because yeah. I don't know. I don't, as far as that goes, but that would be very interesting. Imagine everyone. Now, now what if, now what if uh, Texas uh, pulls away from the union, right? And then Trump becomes Texas's president. Right, That's so, some, so that'll so be something awesome to think about, right? It would it split the union, right? Just like the Civil War, North and South, right? It would just be like it'd be like Nevada, because I don't think Arizona would join because they're blue this year, apparently. To Florida, it would just be all those those Southern states again, and uh, Trump would be president for the of the. Southern America, uh, Southern United States. And it'll be history repeating itself all over again. Trumptopia. <laughs> well, th- I mean, there were talks of, um, with, with the splitting of the union. Um, what, so, okay. Since we're in California, the present time, uh, I don't delve too much into the politics here. Like I used to, when I used to live here, but what's your take on the whole, um, like the whole splitting of the the state becoming two separate or three separate states. That's terrible because they get more senators. It also depends on how the voting would go, right? Yeah. So you're saying either way, it's just bad. It's a bad idea. Yeah. They get more people in the House and the Senate and... Yeah. And then they were, instead of 55 uh, electoral votes, it'd be like... You know, a 270. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know where you're going with that. Now, as far as... Because I've even heard of people saying that California has become red. I don't live here. I mean, I only see what I see when I'm when I'm here. But in your eyes, do you think that California has actually become red? It, it depends where you are. Um, a lot of cities um, where I live is pretty red. Okay. Um, Next to me is it depends on what's uh, popular at the moment, and but I've drove from Southern California all the way up to Tahoe on the um, eastern side and only seen Trump flags. Okay. Now, if I went through like the, the cities like uh, Sacramento, San Francisco, I can almost guarantee it's going to be more blue. Obviously, also the yeah. also the coast, right? The yeah, the beach, whole the, I would say the cities. whole coast. Like you're not going to um, what is that pot town way up north? Um, oh, Humboldt. Yeah, you're not going to Humboldt, Humboldt County? County and voting red because everyone's on uh, 
government aid and uh, I th- but uh, I thought they were that I thought Humboldt County was red because it's mostly farm land out there isn't it and usually farmers are uh they're usually um conservative I don't know I mean I would think a lot of their uh employees that are smoking the smoking the hashish you know <laughs> they're probably I don't I, you know I don't think a lot of weed smokers are, are are they may be hippies but I don't think Dude, they're, they're they're hardcore hippies out there though. <laughs> I mean like <laughs> the weather underground hippies. <laughs> so well to be in the weather underground you'd have to have a lot of you know brain cells to to plan out what you're going to do to infiltrate the country and that's dude they've done that so well. They've infiltrated the whole thing so well with entertainment, academia, um, um, they've they just they've they've intro, they've blah, they've infiltrated so well. They were able to. I mean, we've seen it this past four years. Yeah. With the what do you call that? The Social Democrat Party, right? Mm. AOC's part. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't follow her. Well, she's the, kind of. They're known as like social democrats, whatever like, that means. She's she's also a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> but consider, man, she she was able to get in there, man. Yeah, she's she's a little nutty. Oh. Uh, Tax the wealthy. A little. <laughs> okay. Well, it was good talking with you tonight. Dude, it's it's awesome. We gotta do it again. Oh, we definitely will. We'll plan it, dude. So um once again, that was my co-host Scott for tonight. And uh, as I usually end the cast, with that being said. <laughs>